Well, hello, everyone. I think Good we're evening. <laughs> um, we were just sitting here talking about what a joyous day it was. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> right? Yes. Any day in the Lord is a joyous day, right? Deep breaths. Yeah. I tell you what, opportunities for, for the Lord to show himself, and you know what? We get to be a part of that. And that's that's right. fantastic. I'm just going to share this to a couple places. Okay, and... great. I just want to let everybody know, if, if you have prayer requests and all, please send them in to us. We'll make sure that we write them down and get a chance to pray for them at the end of our time tonight and, uh, and throughout the week so we get an opportunity to, just to share and, and let people know, yeah, um, to show us comments. that we get to pray for them and what their needs are and stuff. And praises too. We're interested in praises. Like we're, we were just talking just a few moments ago just about opportunities that people are, are coming, that they've been touched by the Lord and and neat things happening in their life and they want to get baptized and dedicate themselves to, to following Christ and identify themselves as, as followers of the Lord. And that's, that's just, awesome. it is, it's just exciting. And, and so those things are happening and I'm sure great things are happening in your lives as well. Um, we've got a lot of stuff happening on this end though, don't we? Well, we do. We do. We do. Exciting stuff, isn't it? It is. And that's one of the reasons why we're up here in the front. Well, with choir right. being, uh, they're done until September, but, um, as many people know, I'm going to throw out a shameless plug here. We started in a radio station. Yes. And um, the equipment we were using for the Bible study, we yeah. now have set up in our, our studio. Exactly. And it's just, it's difficult to move it back and forth. So we just decided we'd come up in front of the yeah. sanctuary. It, and it works out for everything. I think so. It I kind of like this table too. It, it, I do. You know, it, it's more cozy this way than sitting back there. It is. It's, it's really nice. But yes, shameless plug. But I yeah. tell you what, it, still, but, but in all seriousness, Again, it, it's one of those things that the Lord is doing. Absolutely. And, and he's opened up these amazing doors for this idea that he yeah. dropped, yeah. you know, in our hearts to, to step forward and, and watch him pull these things together on, in a, on a front that, that um, we never thought at points possible that, that yeah. we could do or, or to be, be a part of. But, but he's doing it. And, and other people are getting involved, too. Oh, I know. I love that. Yeah. You know, so that is, and if anybody watching wants to get involved in this, yes, we've got plenty of things we could do. Mm -hmm. It's, there's no, you know, it, it, it's, we're going as we go. We and really we're are learning as we go. And, right. And, and letting God build it. And, yeah, and that's, right. that's one of the neat things, especially just, um, you know, we've used the term often organic and it just kind yeah. of, it, yeah. God is just birthing this out and, and he's bringing it up and and you know we aren't the ones that have all the ideas and it's you know but but all of us working together like the body of christ right right to do what god wants done and, and how he wants to reach people so yeah it's neat fulcrum radio fulcrum radio yeah yep. you can look us up at fulcrumradio.org and um okay just want to make sure the volume is okay okay or you can go to um live 365 yes download the app um, on your phone yes. and then look for the Fulcrum Center. Punch it as one of your favorites and, and yeah. anytime you're connected to the internet, you can hit that and you can listen to Fulcrum Radio. And the best thing is you can listen to it in your car. You can listen to it in you your know, car. The thing about FM radio is when you get so far, you lose the, the signal. Right. And especially with K-Love in this area. Mm -hmm. It's not a big area right. that you can get it. But with Fulcrum Radio, it's free. You don't have to pay for Sirius XM. Right. If you want Christian radio, you put it on your phone, Live 365 app, search for Fulcrum Radio, hit the heart, mm -hmm. and then you set up Bluetooth in your car, if, unless you have an old car yeah. and you don't have Bluetooth. I don't know what to tell you then. Yeah. I don't know. FM what do we tell those people that have old... <laughs> what? Turn the volume up on your phone. There we go. Brilliant. Yes. See? 
Okay. Everybody's you can, involved. You can have like almost like satellite radio. Yes. And when you go in an under an underpass or through a tunnel, it doesn't kick out either. Hmm. Unless you lose signal. And then that's the only thing. You've got to have an internet connection. It is. It's exciting. But different things happen in uh, Fulcrum Radio. Uplifting and um, empowering music. Yeah. Um, um, 24 hours a day, yep. seven days a week. Um, teaching. A um, little bit of talk here and there. Yep. Um, no commercials. No commercials. And uh, so it's exciting. Praise the Lord for what yep. he's doing. Great times. All right. Well, let's let's get into Acts chapter 12. What sounds do you think? great. Yep. Sounds great, Phil. All right. Um, do we want to pray first? Please. Yes. Let's pray first. Would be awesome. Yeah. You want me to? Or? I would love it. Okay. Father, as we gather here tonight, Lord, we seek out you, Lord. Yes. We seek out every bit of you and mm. all of who you are. Lord, Ian and I cannot do this without you. People cannot understand without you. So we need your Holy Spirit to fall on us so that we can teach, they can hear, we can all learn together. So Lord, just pour your Spirit out on us right now during this time that we're together to teach from the book of Acts as we learn about Peter and his time in prison. Lord, just open it, the words up to our eyes to see and the ears to hear what you want to say to us tonight. And Father, for whoever couldn't be with us tonight that is regularly with us. We just pray that you be with them wherever yes. they are and pray that they're safe. And if there's anyone new joining us tonight, Lord, we just pray that you will bless them with what they hear tonight. And Father, we ask all this of you in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. Acts chapter 12. Do you want to launch off for us? Sure. Awesome. Let's do this. It was about this time that King Herod arrested some who belonged to the church, intending to persecute them. He had James, the brother of John, put to death with the sword. When he saw that this pleased the Jews, he proceeded to seize Peter also, this happening during the Feast of Unleavened Bread. After arresting him, he put him in prison, handing him over to be guarded by four squads of four soldiers each, Herod intended to bring him out for public trial after the Passover. So Peter was kept in prison, but the church was earnestly praying to God for him. The night before Herod was to bring him to trial, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains, and sentries stood guard at the entrance. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared, and a light shone in the cell. He struck Peter on the side and woke him up. Quick, get up, he said and all the chains fell off Peter's wrists. Then the angel said to him, put on your clothes and sandals, and Peter did so. Wrap your cloak around you and follow me, the angel told him. Peter followed him out of the prison, but he had no idea that what the angel was doing was really happening. He thought he was seeing a vision. They passed the first and second guards and came to the iron gate leading to the city. It opened for them by itself, and they went through it. When they had walked the length of one street, suddenly the angel left him. Then Peter came to himself and said, Now I know without a doubt the Lord sent his angel and rescued me from Herod's clutches and from everything the Jewish people were anticipating. I'm going to stop right there. Okay. Me. All right. A couple of things jumped out at me when I was reading that. You know, one thing that the Bible is very good, God was very good about putting certain things in the Bible so you could follow a timeline. But when we're reading this, you know, we read from Acts chapter 1 up to Acts chapter 12 now. We don't really have an idea of how much time has passed. 
you know, it could be days, weeks, but this gives us an indication. Mm -hmm. And the way I know that is Acts chapter two was the day of Pentecost. And it was the after uh, 40, well, 50 days after Jesus died. Right. Okay. So Pentecost comes after the Passover, after the Feast of Unleavened Bread, which is mentioned here. So it is possibly the year after Jesus mm -hmm. died. Right. Okay. So that's what, it's just one of those little tips that as you're reading the Bible, you, you can pull these things out if you pay attention. Right. You know, and you can learn the timeline that's going on. And it's not like, oh, well, is this uh, right. two weeks later? Or it's, it's about a year after mm -hmm. the death of Jesus. Yeah. What a great Because this point. was during the Feast of Unleavened Bread, which is after the day of preparation. And he died on the day of preparation. Mm -hmm. So it's at least a year, a little over a year yeah. since he died. And, and looking at it like that, look how much happened in a year. Yeah. Talk about yeah. acceleration and, and speed and, you know, and, and people, you know, at that point are going, what is going on? Yeah, right. Look at all that's taken place. And how many times have we read between Acts 1 and here, and it was added to them daily. Yes. And it was added to yes. them daily. And, yes. and so the church is just, yeah. and in a year's time, you see the magnitude of what's happened. And you see the result of a lot of people praying for Peter. Yes. Because it says um, the church was earnestly praying to God for him mm -hmm. in verse 5 there. So we're seeing the results of prayer and yes. what happens here, what we read after that. So Yeah, and a lot of and, and this this um account is often is often talked about with people. They're they're in difficult times in their lives and you're like, yeah. man, I just wish an angel would show up. And grab me by the side, and you know, and walk me through yeah. all of what's going on. And and you know, a lot of us would be like, yeah, that would be wonderful because then that's going to tell me exactly what's going on, you yeah. know, and and what I need to do. At the same, at the same token, it's like you know, how earnestly are we praying right about that? Right. And and right. that's not to say that you know, if you pray earnestly, then an angel's going to show up and walk right. you through. Right. Right. But at the same time, you know, the, the prayer has a connection to the action of God in what we're facing. Mm -hmm. It really does. It does, yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I I didn't ask for an angel to help me today, but man, I, in the early part of the day, wasn't praying, and I was just starting to fall apart. Mm -hmm. And then I heard a song on the radio, on Fulcrum Radio, <laughs> about that's prayer. shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a song about prayer, and I went, why didn't I think to pray? Uh, yeah. You know, and, and the rest of the day got a lot easier. It wasn't it, easy. It got easier. Yes. That's a great point too. Yeah. But it is, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, one of the most powerful weapons that, that in the spiritual world we have at our fingertips. And, and oftentimes I hear two things. One, oh yeah, I didn't think about praying. Mm -hmm. Or two, I don't know how. Yeah. You know, and it's one of those things that it's it, it really is an open invitation by the Lord um, through the Holy Spirit to come and spend time with him and talk with him. Right. You know, right. That, yeah. And that's praying. Right. Exactly. You, just it's not fancy words. It's just talking with God. It is. And listening. That's part of prayer. Well, it's two way conversation. Yes, right? it's a two way conversation. It is. That's important. It is. But I do love it. I love it when, you know, this this whole vision that Peter um, goes through and, and talks to us about, and, and we understand as, as Luke writes this account. But um, one of the things is that um, he thought he was seeing a vision. Mm -hmm. right. Now, I, I find it interesting because we, we've talked about dreams and visions, and, and even to the point where that is 
the number one way that, that God spoke to man in the scriptures mm-hmm. is through dreams and visions. Right. right. And, and I think, don't quote me on this number, but I think it's like 760 sometimes. Really? That, I didn't realize it's that many. Exactly. Wow. But it, it, it's that many times that throughout scripture that God communicated it. with man yeah. through dreams and visions. And, and so it's like, so what's the difference? What's the difference? What's the difference between dreams and visions? Oh, because it's it's differentiated. Yeah. And so it's here, here's what I understand the difference to be. Okay. Dreams are when you're asleep. Right. Okay. And we talk about, yeah, man, I had a dream last night. Right. A right. vision is something that happens while you're awake. Okay. And you get a mental picture that flashes in your mind. We call it daydreaming. Right. Okay. Or a gut feeling. Or yes. Yes. But you almost, you see it. You, you, you find that, you know, you're thinking about something and you're thinking about it so intently that the video starts running in your head. Right. Right. And after that video is over, then you realize, oh yeah, I'm kind of just staring off into space. Yeah. You come to an understanding, you come to realization. So then you have visions like that, but then you have an open vision. And an open vision is something that takes place that when you're awake again, Mm -hmm. but it consumes your sight. Right. Your eyes are open and you know it, but you are seeing something different. So those are the differences. I'm glad you brought that up because I know that a lot of people will say, well, yeah, I, I know what a dream is because I'm sleeping and then suddenly there's this story playing out in my mind. Yeah. But how many of us ever really thought of a vision, like we call it daydreaming or whatever? Yeah. And it happens a lot to a lot of us, probably all of us. Mm-hmm. And we don't think that maybe that's the Lord speaking to me. Right. You know, I hear people mm-hmm. say all the time, well, God doesn't talk to me. Yes, he does. Yes. You're just not listening and, or yeah. you don't understand how to listen. And here's another way to listen. Right. By paying attention to the vision. Right. And people even say, and, and some people call it, quote unquote, deja vu. Yes, but yes. other people yes. will go. I've been here before. Yes. I've seen this before. Yes, and yes. what it is is that it, their memory kicks that their time that's happening at that moment is kicking them back to a time when they have seen that. Yes, yep. and that's a connection, right, of what God is doing, right, and what He's revealing to them. But Peter goes on. He says here. He goes. You know. But I had this. I had this vision. Um, but the scriptures tell us. He said. But he had no idea. Well what the angel was doing or what was really happening. Right. A man that's used to seeing visions, you know, we just talked about a vision he had in yes. chapter 11. Yes. And so he's used to seeing these visions. He's, and it's physical now. Mm-hmm. This is physically happening to him. And he's probably having a hard time differentiating that because he's so used to having, probably thought it was an open vision. Yes. And then when the angel disappears and he realizes, I'm out of prison. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> you know, and we didn't read this part yet, but it says, when this dawned on him. Yeah, that's, isn't that beautiful? Yeah, you know, dawned on him, the, the light, bing, that's yes, what dawn is, the light comes on him. <laughs> it's like, finally, you know, Ian had a light bulb moment, <laughs> yeah. and I feel like that a lot. These yeah. things happen, and it's just like, oh, yeah. wow. But you're so, right. Yeah, so great, great point, you know, I really like how you put that together there. Um, So anyway, he gets out of prison and he walks right by the guards and they don't see him. Mm -hmm. The gate opens. All these supernatural things happening. That's amazing. It is. It's it's something that it would be easy for uh, someone who doesn't believe 
the word of God, mm -hmm. you might say, oh yeah, but those sort of things can't happen. Well, I guarantee you, the moment you say that, it's not going to happen to you. Mm. But it can happen. It did it, happen. It can. And, and it really pushes us, I say pushes us, and just talking about, the at points, the church and, and, and where we are um, in belief of understanding the spiritual and how the spiritual does flood over into the physical. Um, and it, push, it pushes us. But at the same time, I think every one of us go, wow, what if that could happen mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. me? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and it's one of those things to really allow that sense within our heart is almost it's well, I don't say it's almost it's like it's the Holy Spirit that's that's pulling us and drawing us into something deeper. Right. In that deeper relationship with him to believe. Right. Right. To and believe. Yeah. And, you know, that's exactly what it is. It's it's to believe and it doesn't have to start out grand. Remember, this is a year after Jesus died. Right. OK. This didn't happen a year ago. Right. Short started out pretty amazing with the tongues of fire and speaking in tongues, mm -hmm. but God built up these apostles to get to this point where Peter didn't say, "Get away from me! I don't know who what you are." You right. know, he was conditioned for right, right. And in this too, you know, so we have the church that's praying for Peter, mm -hmm. and right. then this this miraculous thing happens to Peter, right? And it happens so that the faith of the church, right? Yep, exactly. Can grow right yeah it didn't happen for peter it happened for the church <laughs> there you go so hey we were praying and peter got out right so there you go right fantastic and actually i think that's what mentioned down here do you want to yeah um, read? verse 12 right yep <clears throat> when this had dawned on him <laughs> i love that he went to the house of mary the mother of john also called mark where many people had gathered and were praying. Right. Peter knocked at the outer entrance, and a servant girl named Rhoda came to answer the door. When she recognized Peter's voice, she was so overjoyed, she ran back without opening it and exclaimed, Peter is at the door. You're out of your mind, they told her. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, that's going to be a point of discussion. <laughs> When she kept insisting that it was so, they said, it must be his angel. But Peter kept on knocking, and when they opened the door and saw him, they were astonished. Peter motioned with his hand for them to be quiet and described how the Lord had brought him out of prison. Tell James and the brothers about this, he said. And then he left for another place. We'll just pull up right there. Okay. Oh, let me finish. Yeah, yeah, let's go ahead and finish that. Um, in the morning, there, were no small, there was no small commotion among the soldiers as to what had become of Peter. After Herod had thoroughly had a thorough search made for him and did not find him, he cross-examined the guards and ordered that they be executed. Boy, that's harsh, isn't it? It is. <laughs> it is. But there, there's a real sense of, of disbelief that that God had intervened. Right. And, right, and right. obviously Herod didn't believe in, all, in in that, so someone must have duped him. It, the same as someone must have stolen Jesus' body. Right. Right? So the accusations start flying. Yeah, see, that, since you brought that up, God provides evidence all of the time, and then we have a choice. Are we going to believe it and accept it, if it's beyond our understanding and beyond our comprehension, well, yeah, because we're human, mm -hmm. okay? 
And God doesn't just say, well, you have to believe, and if you don't believe, you know, he's not. Right. He gives us the evidence so we can believe is what I'm trying to say. Right. You know, like uh, I think about the Grand Canyon, mm -hmm. okay? Scientists will try to tell you it took billions and billions of years for that to, to be as deep as it is and be eroded like that. And, right. And other scientists have proven that a flood could have caused that. Maybe the flood is mm -hmm. most likely what caused the Grand Canyon. Which are you going to believe? It's not like, I mean, it's hard for me to say it's because I don't need the evidence. It's nice to have it, you know? Mm -hmm. I understand that. But what I'm saying is God's not going to just hand it to you on a silver platter with absolute concrete evidence and there's no way, because that's not how he wants us to operate. He wants us to have faith, yeah. which goes beyond ourselves so that it goes to him. Right. Mm, so that's good. this is this goes beyond Peter escaping from prison on his own. And it goes to the only way you're out of your mind, Rhoda, for telling yeah. us, you know, because there's no way anybody's getting out of Herod's prison. So it went beyond human understanding, human comprehension and human ability. It had to be God. Yes. There's no other way around it. And it makes me wonder, too, you know, that, that whole situation of Peter getting, getting out of prison. And, and we say, you know, the church was earnestly praying for him. It tells us there in, in mm -hmm. verse 5. Right. But then they're like, no, that's not Peter. <laughs> so my question, yeah, right. <laughs> so my question, my question is, you know, and, and I think it's a valid one, but what were they praying? I, you know, I don't know. That, that's a good question. You know, because we know that Herod's plan was to bring him out and publicly persecute him and right. have him executed. Right. That was the plan. But what were they praying? Were they praying for his release? Were they praying for him to be protected? You know, it's one of those things. And, and, and for them to go, no, it possibly can't be Peter. Right. Now, that's a, that's a great point. Exactly. Well, and two, but it, it shines a light on our prayers and, and to understand that um, for us to be sure and, and know what we're praying. And because we're asking to look for that result mm. Mm -hmm. and not be in disbelief right. that it happened. Um, yeah. I, and we've all been there. Yes. I mean, I, I, That's I why I'm like, laughing. I, will, I'm, I feel like I'm just like laying, laying my soul bare, right. you know, because it's the truth of, of where I've been too. And, you know, God to, to pray and, and ask, oh, you know, God protect him, you know, whatever it is that you want to do, Lord. Right. Peter knocks out the door. Yeah. Lord, I know, just whatever it is that you want to do. No, no, that's not him. That's not him. Rhoda, quiet, quiet, quiet. We're, we're trying to pray here and ask God to protect Peter. And you're making too much noise, you know? And it's it's almost like a sitcom. Right, at right, points. right, yeah. And, and, and it's because of what the point that you made, Phil. It, it's because of that, um, at points, that infant faith mm -hmm. that, that we have. Mm -hmm. um, and... And for situations to allow God to flow through those situations and build that faith. Mm -hmm. And, and mm -hmm. there's, a, there's a process that we're moving through from, from immaturity to maturity, from, right. from milk to meat. Right. You know, right. the Bible talks about. Right. And, and for us to understand and to um, strengthen us and encourage us and train us to believe 
what we're asking. Yes. To believe, believe what, what we're, we're asking. asking. Oh, that's good. Yeah, but it just rolls. Every time I read this passage, it just rolls through my head that everybody is so earnestly mm -hmm. praying. Rhoda, quiet. We're trying to get through to the Lord. And the answer's knocking on the door. We might as well just stop right there because I can't get past what you just said. Believe what we're asking because yes. it just... It, well, it, the Lord convicted me of that one. And, and you know, the, and the Lord's been convicting me about that over the last week yeah. is that to, to think when we're praying that our voices are heard in heaven. Mm. Your voice is heard in heaven. Yeah. And those things that God has brought to our hearts to pray, He's brought them to our hearts to pray so that we will return that request to the heavens so that he would answer them for us. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's powerful. You know, it's a really powerful um, understanding for us to grasp as Christians that our dad, basically, our dad is letting us know what he wants to talk to us about. Yes. And yeah. it's, it's an, when our hearts are, are pricked to, and, and drawn into praying about a, a person or a situation um, or a circumstance, then that's God, our Father, going, hey, hey, son, you know what? I want to talk about this. Right. I want to talk about this because I have an answer for you. Right. And, and when he brings it to you, yes. he's going to answer it. Yes, exactly. It, it's going to happen. Exactly. So, so then believe in, it. So then in turn, we are asking the things that he wants us to ask about. Right. Right. And, and when we do that, then your prayer is answered because all you're doing is sharing back with God, his heart yep. on the matter. Exactly. Very good. It is. It, and, and I know this can sound very, but what I'm about to say can sound very bold. But in, in, in following that equation i'll put it that way and following that equation okay. hearing what god wants us to pray and us us returning that conversation with him then your prayers are are answered 100 uh, percent. yeah exactly because you're you're praying his heart right his heart in the matter and um and i know that for for some that that can sound bold but at the same time when we're in conversation with the lord about the things that he is doing then we're joining him in the work Yes. And it still puts it all on him. He gets the glory. It does. And we don't have to manufacture it. We don't have to, you know, we don't have to, I don't know what the right word is I'm trying to say here. We know it's going to be answered. Mm -hmm. We don't have to long for it to be answered. Right. Right. We it, can it, trust. We can trust it, in faith. Exactly. Yeah. It, it really is. It's it's really at that point, and uh, and that's powerful. At the same time, it can put you in in some very precarious positions. Mm -hmm. um, when people come and they ask you to pray about certain things. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And you understand the Lord's heart in the matter, and what they're asking to pray for is not in line with with what God is doing and exactly and how he's moving in that situation or for that person right um so 
it's a matter of praying according to the Lord's will. And, and at points, that can sound so trite. Mm-hmm. Well, let's just pray the Lord's will. Yeah, and you don't necessarily but, want to say that to that person. No. But that's what you want to do. Yes, well, yeah. that, the, and, but that's our heart, is to pray what, yeah. what's on the heart of the Father. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, I'm not, and I'm also not saying fly to the person. Oh, yeah, this will be taken care of. <laughs> no. not, I'm not saying that either, but... And the Lord gives us the words to say. He does. In this season. He does, he does, time. you're right. Absolutely. But the power of prayer, and, and I do, I, I think at points that this is, it, it can be a humorous passage at the same point. There's, there's a lot of truths in it um, as far as prayer and all is concerned. Right. But um, for God to send his angel to bring an answer to those people who were earnestly praying um, it is, is a phenomenal thing. It is. Phenomenal thing. I mean, can you just imagine their faith after this? Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, and go tell James and the brothers about this so that they can increase in their faith as well. Yes, yes. How important is that? Because yeah. it's not about, you know, look what God did for me. It's like, look what God did. Yeah, you know, and exactly. That, that same power um, and answer to prayer is available to others. And so, um, so Peter's um, desire to encourage all the saints about, hey, right. you know, God is on the move and, and he's doing some incredible things. And he didn't boast about what had happened and say, hey, look at me, I got out. He, he goes to another place. You know, yeah. not putting the Lord God to the test either. Right. Say, okay, well, God got me out once, he can get me out again. No, he just simply goes to another place. Mm-hmm. Not pushing the issue at all. Right. Being thankful and moving on. Mm-hmm. Well, and too, and it, it, there's an understanding that, you know, there's, there's, an, there's an attack that is still yeah. out looking for him. Right. right. And so... Neat passage. Yep. Neat. Mm-hmm. Was Peter praying for himself? I, I would venture to say, just from a standpoint of, if it was me. Yeah. 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 I would think he probably was. I would was. think he probably was too. Yeah. Exactly. I was praying and the people in the church were praying with Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, right. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Because it because it talks That's about early. It is. It, it, it it's a really good point. Yes. Sometimes we give up. Yeah. Exactly. And 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 what yeah. Jim Jim's point also really sheds light on the the power of prayer of the church, and mm-hmm. and those believers gathered together. You know, even mm-hmm. when when there are times when you feel isolated, or in Peter's case, he certainly was, but isolated and alone and out there, that the power of a praying church mm-hmm. is is shown right here. I mean, you you can't deny that. Um, but it's one of the reasons why we we need to emphasize we need to emphasize the power of prayer, right, right, and the power of corporate prayer, right. But good point, Jim. All right, well, let's continue on with the the rest of verse 19. And Then Herod went from Judea to Caesarea and stayed there a while. He had been quarreling with people of Tyre and Sidon. Now they joined together and sought an audience with him. Having secured the support of Blastus, a trusted personal servant of the king, they asked for peace because they depended on the king's country for their food supply. On the appointed day, Herod, wearing his royal robes, 
sat on his throne and delivered a public address to the people to the people they shouted this is the voice of a god not of a man immediately herod because herod did not give praise to god an angel of the lord struck him down and he was eaten by worms and died but the word of god continued to increase and spread when barnabas and saul finished their mission they returned from jerusalem talking with taking with them john also called mark well, that's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> I think that is. <laughs> I mean, if if somebody calls you a god, you say, "No, I'm not a god." <laughs> right. <laughs> right? That's right. But it goes back to your point that you made in, in the previous section that we read, yeah. Phil. That that Peter did not highlight himself. Right. You know, this isn't about me. Right. Right. And right. and and you know, to to keep on the down low, so to say about about what God's doing um, and that it's not about him, but it is about the Lord. And then someone looks to take God's place. Right. And to take his position. And I can't imagine that God was real happy with Herod anyway and the right. other things that had been going on. But um, what a way to... What a way to die. You know, being struck by an angel of the Lord and being eaten by worms. Well, th this passage, too, um, brings to mind about do not lift your hand against God's anointed. Yeah. Which had yeah. had obviously been happening. Yes. Herod yes. had been doing that. Yes. And um, there there comes a point in time, and I, I think that there's a, a real understanding and, and realization that we need to have, that there comes a point in time when God's, like, that's enough. Yeah. That's yeah. enough. You know, if we got, yeah, I got, I'm just going to tell you a quick story, because this is a perfect time to, slipped us in. I heard a testimony of a young girl one time. Her dad was very abusive to her growing up. And at one point, she was, wherever she was, it doesn't matter. Her dad knew she was there and she had a restraining order against her dad. He found out he was, she was there. He came there with a gun in hand, started walking up to the building with every intent of shooting her. Hmm. He had a stroke in the parking lot. He had a stroke in the parking lot. Now, he didn't die, hmm. okay? Okay. They but. were reconciled as a result of that really? because she had been getting closer to God. This really propelled her to um, enter into, I can't remember what ministry, type of ministry she got into, but she did as a result of that incident, and she led her father to the Lord before he died. Now, he was disabled after the stroke, hmm. but she was able to lead him to the Lord before he died. That's divine intervention. I know. I was just thinking divine reversal. <laughs> yes, divine you know, reversal, just, yes. But it is. It is a divine intervention. It, it's something that, well, it's, and it's the same about Peter getting let out of prison. Yeah, you know? yeah exactly. And it's, and it's the same about Herod. Yeah. You know, and, and it's, it's, it's interesting to see um, this, the same concept, the divine intervention, mm -hmm. on, mm -hmm. on two sides of the coin in the same chapter. Right. There was a prime minister in Israel one time, and he was in the early 2000s. Ariel Sharon, I think was his name. Hmm. Okay. Is that and it? he was ready to give up some land, and he had a stroke and died. And everybody was saying that God, do you remember that? Yeah, it was hmm. in the early 2000s, wasn't it? Yeah. Wow. So he was ready to give up some of the land to the Palestinians, and God's like, yeah, it's not the right time. We're going to end this. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Talk about the fear of the Lord. <laughs> you know what? And you know, there's nothing wrong with that. No, no, there really isn't. I, there's just not. There's nothing wrong with a healthy fear. Exactly, exactly. And and there's nothing wrong with the sovereignty of God to be able to choose to do that for reasons that go beyond our comprehension. That's a good word right there. Yep. Uh, there's no. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm. One thing I did want to point out. Yes. Is verse twenty four. Okay. But the word of God continued to increase and spread. You might think, we just saw this guy or heard about this guy die. Angel of the Lord struck him and we're going to back off. Yeah. You know, we just heard Ariel Sharon died probably because the hand of God. We're going to back off. You know, we just heard this guy had a stroke in the parking lot. No, we're going to spread it more. Mm. Because it's a healthy fear. Yes. Yeah, and, and it and it does, and it shows a a defense of. Yes. Yes. You know that 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 God loves us, He cares for us, and He's He's protecting us. So yes. what we have is real. What we know is is real. It's the truth. Absolutely. And and that um, provides confidence for us to move forward and to, right. to, and to keep. To keep moving, to keep, but, but yes, I, yet again, increase and spread. You know, I just sit here thinking that if we have doubts about anything related to God, it's not a sin to question God, to hmm. say, God, can you, can you show me? Can you alleviate my doubt? He will. It's so true. It's so real. It is absolute truth that God will do that for you. Hmm. It, you know, but you have to be willing to accept when he does show you. Right. When he shows you that a flood can create the Grand Canyon, accept it. Yeah. Don't say, no, I can't explain that because it's, accept it. Yeah. <laughs> Real, it, it exactly. You know? And, and too, you know, I, I go back to the a previous passage that we were reading and, and you know, it, and it does, it tells us that, that Peter said, you know, tell James and the brothers about this. And then he yeah. left and went to another place. Yeah. And so what was the conversation like in the church after Peter left? Mm. Man, that was him. That was that You know was what? God. That was what we were just praying about. That was just what we were praying for. Or we were praying this, and this is how God answered right, it. Right, and so there right. was a rehearsing of what they had been asking God for and the evidences of what they had seen, and that, that built faith. Built faith. And then yeah. the same king that put... Peter in jail that they prayed for Peter. Oh, then, I didn't think of that. Yes. Do you see? Exactly. It's just this domino effect. It's, it's, it's one thing after another. And it's just like, for those praying are like, wow, not, not only did God free Peter, but he took the king out too. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. just amazing. And, and right. there again, you know, we don't know exactly what they were praying, but you know that they said and talked about the evidences of answered prayers mm -hmm. and that built their faith and that encouraged them. Okay, so let me put you on the spot for a second. Sure. What do you do when you don't get an answer to a prayer? When you don't get an answer to a yeah. prayer? Yeah. You could, there's a couple ways you can go with this, but uh, you know, yeah. you just said they, they see the evidences of the answered prayers. What if you're praying and praying and praying and praying and praying for years and you still don't get an answer? And you keep praying. You keep praying. That, that's, that's the answer I was looking for. Yeah. You don't give up. Yeah, you, you but, know, but but there's a there's a still even in the unanswered prayer, so to say, yes. there's still opportunity of building faith and growth. There and is maturity, and even in the unanswered prayer, sometimes there's an answered prayer. Well, it's some most time, and I'll, 
personally speaking about this, there comes a point in time in the unanswered prayer that I'm like, okay, so Lord, am I praying? The Bible would say amiss. Am, am, I, am I praying off? Is there something that needs to change? And what I, I have experienced and what's ended up happening with me is that my relationship with the Lord has grown closer and I get redirected. Mm-hmm. And, and I better understand, there again, I'm going to go back to what we were talking about way at the beginning, what his heart is in the matter. Mm-hmm. And I realized that some of the things that I've been praying is actually my heart and my desire yeah. Um, yeah. Or, or my want in this yeah. situation. Even if it's what I would say is positive for everybody and, and I... <laughs> I see the best outcome for everybody. So right. this is the direction that I'm praying. But God's like, you know what, Ian? No, I'm, I'm not doing that. And, and I appreciate you praying, son. But I'm doing this in this person's life and this in that person's life. And I need you to understand that my hand is at work that way. Right. And so then my prayers change. That's my point. My prayers <laughs> shift and change. Yeah. And the reason I ask it is somebody asked me, they had been praying and praying, praying for healing. Okay. And didn't get it. And it's one of those moments where God gives you a little bit of insight into the situation. Okay, okay. You know, and I realized that this person, it's not that they're praying the wrong thing. It's their foundation wasn't quite mm. built on faith. Okay. And so I just I said, ask God to help you with your faith and give you something maybe smaller that will build that faith to where to the point where maybe the prayer mm. will be answered in faith. Gotcha. So I'm just throwing that out there for anybody that may be mm. hearing this because um, what, will this person be healed? I don't know. I believe it's possible. Yeah. But I also believe that this person was not asking in faith, but asking more along the lines of, well, this is God, so it should happen. Mm. And Sometimes God has reasons for allowing us to continue in our pain. Yeah. And right. this person was in pain mm-hmm. or in our weakness or our, or our um, handicaps or whatever it may be. He has reasons for allowing us to continue. And again, it goes to that beyond our comprehension. Yeah. You know, how do you comprehend an incomprehensible God? Hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's like that. I'm starting to sound like Sir Thomas Aquinas now. <laughs> um, but anyway, yes, just redirect your prayer. Ask God. Ask God, where am I going wrong? Yeah, you can do that. What What am I to learn in this? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and and allow Him to reveal those things, and then be yeah. faithful to follow His lead, to trust Him. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because what we read here in Acts chapter 12, it can happen for you and watching as well. That's right. But it doesn't mean that it always will happen. Right. Sometimes we have to accept what we cannot, what we don't want, or we don't want to accept. We just simply, and, and I'm not saying give up. Oh, no. I'm saying accept. No. But only God can tell you. I can't tell you. Only God can tell you for yourself that it's time to come to an acceptance of this because mm-hmm. this is what I want. Right. And that takes time in, in relationship with God. Exactly. It's not going to happen overnight. Exactly. So. That's good. Yeah. Really good. So we've that's chapter 12. What time that's chapter got? 12. And uh, we are at 645. So. All right. Um, well, then let's 
Yeah, unless there's anything else you want to... No, huh, I don't think so. Has anything yeah, I... come out on Facebook as far as just prayer requests? If anybody here has any prayer requests, it would be great to pray for those. We have a comment uh, from Shelly. God showed up and built their faith. Yes, believing God can do all we ask. Exactly, yeah, that's exactly what we're saying mm. tonight. Shelly, thank you. Great. Um, great comment, Shelly. Yeah, no other prayer requests that I can see. Okay. But I know that there are probably prayer requests out there. They're just not asking. So whatever's in their heart, that's my request. Amen. Is that God hears the prayers from our hearts tonight. Amen. That's good. Would you want to close us out? Well, sure. Yeah, that'd be great. I can do that. Awesome. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for, for showing up, for being here tonight, for opening our eyes and our ears and our understanding. Thank you for the comments that that Jim gave, and thank yeah. you for the, the understanding that you poured into our hearts. And Lord, I just know that each one of us received differently according to how you wanted us to receive. So thank you for that. And Father, as we pray tonight, we want to ask you to search the hearts of every person who's watching this, Amen. whether or listening to this, Amen. either right now or the rebroadcast, whatever it may be. Father, we want you we're asking you to search our hearts because there are requests out there that are not being written out. There are requests that people are saying, yes, I have this request, but no, I don't want to throw it out there on Facebook. The Lord's hearing that request right now, and he's going to answer that request, but he's asking you to come to him and refine it and understand it better. He wants to have a stronger relationship with you, but you have to surrender to him. And he will help you with that. So just right now, stop what you're doing and say, God, I hear what Phil's saying and I'm coming to you and I'm surrendering it now. So let's do this. And it's going to start a journey. It's going to change your life. So open up to the Lord right now if you're hearing this prayer for you. And Father, we pray that you will help us find our way home this evening, keep us safe, help us to find our way back next week as we study more of your word and Lord, just pray that everything that we've heard and understood tonight that will continue to work in our minds throughout the week so that we can, be, we can grow and be edified and we can be stronger in our relationship with you. We ask all this of you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, I hope everybody has a great week. We look forward to seeing you back here next week at 6 o'clock. Six, six o'clock, yes. Yeah. For some reason, I was thinking we started at 6.30, but it is six o'clock. <laughs> six o'clock. That's the kind of day I had There today. we go. There we go. So, Wednesday night, next Wednesday night at Wednesday 6. Wednesday night at 6. Acts chapter 13. I will kick in before 6.30, I promise that. <laughs> it's fantastic. Next week. God bless. All right. I hope you guys you. have a great night.